Good morning, and thank you for joining us for episode six of AM Chamber Chats, a production of the Helena Area Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Amanda Mulcahy, and we would also like to thank Ryan Stavnis from Exit Realty Helena for sponsoring our podcast. For access to his mobile business card, text Exit with Ryan to 85377. Today's guest is the CEO of Mountain Health Co-op, a health insurance cooperative that serves almost 60,000 members across Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming. He serves as board of chair on the Montana State Fund and has served on the boards of the Montana Chamber of Commerce, the Montana Club, and the Montana Reassurance Association. He was awarded the Certified Employee Benefits Specialist designated by the Warren School of Business, as well as owned and sold his own benefits consulting company. As you can see, he has a lot of experience on this topic of healthcare and business. I would like to welcome Richard Millenberger. Thank you, Amanda. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Give our guests a little bit of background about kind of you, kind of how you're formed into this role, and then maybe about your company a little bit. Well, great. Well, thanks, Amanda. I've uh, been living here in Helena, actually in Clancy, for 23 years. Originally hailed from New Orleans, Louisiana, but uh, came to Montana via uh, other places like Dallas, Texas, and Chicago, Illinois, and have been in the health insurance business for uh, way longer than you've been alive, uh, for 46 years now. It's been a, a fun ride. I've been worked for large companies and small companies and had, uh, as, as you mentioned, I had a, a company with a partner of mine that we sold and I was uh, on a trajectory toward a retirement, but I got called back into service and have been uh, happily at uh, Mountain Health Co-op for five and a half years now. A little bit about our company, uh, Mountain Health Co-op has been offering coverage in Montana for 10 years now. We're domiciled right here in Montana, actually headquartered here in Helena behind Murdoch's on a small street called Hialeah Street. And any of your listeners are welcome to come get a cup of free coffee if you're in the neighborhood. We're in the health insurance business, but have a, a different role than a lot of the larger companies. We tend to emphasize individual and small group health insurance. Now we have some large group employers that are valued members, but most of our clients are actually small employers and, and primarily individuals getting coverage on the, uh, what used to be called the Obamacare marketplace, individual marketplace here in Montana. Nice. And then, so it's a co-op and if I'm right, so it's nonprofit. Yes, that's correct. So we not all cooperatives are nonprofit. Oh. We are formed as a nonprofit and we are a cooperative. So our members own us, our members elect our board of directors and almost all of our board of directors is comprised of members. So we, uh, very proudly part of the cooperative movement. Your background does seem pretty broad, especially, you know, being on that consulting side. I trust everything you're saying. I don't know anything about healthcare, which is why we have you on the show to inform our listeners. So this will be perfect. <laughs> so I know one of the speaking points we had talked about a little bit, and I don't know anything about this, and maybe you can just enlighten everyone is, um, what are the individual coverage health reimbursement arrangements? Like, what is that? Yeah, so uh, something that changed in the last several years is that, Historically, you have two kinds of ways of getting health insurance in this country. Well, there's many ways if you include government programs like Medicare and Medicaid, but as a private purchaser, you either get health insurance through your employer or as an individual. What these new mechanisms are, these ICRAs, as we like to call them, Individual Coverage Health Reimbursement Arrangements. They have these long acronyms, but it's a mix between employer and individual coverage. The individual is actually buying individual coverage, but a lot of the funding goes into an account that the employer sets up. So if you think of it this way, instead of the employer making the decision 
for each one of the employees that, hey, we're going to have coverage with XYZ company next year. And then you have some employees saying, well, wait a second, I, you know, my doctor's not with that company. And all of a sudden, the, the complaints come back to the employer that you're in essence, it's almost like if the employer bought your car for you. It's kind of a personal choice. Well, I like green. Sorry, everybody here at the chamber is going to get a red car. No one would think they'd ever do that. But with health insurance, which is in a way more personal, it's just become the norm for an employer to make these decisions. And so what this does is it allows the employer to set up an account and say, hey, everybody, I am allocating X dollars just to make up a number $500, putting $500 in this account every month, and you can use it to buy health insurance. You can't use it to go on vacation. It can only be used for health insurance. And you go and you buy individual coverage. And you get to pick what you want. You get to pick a uh, maybe a Cadillac type plan or maybe you know you want to get a Kia plan. You don't you know you don't want to but you get to pick and you get to pick the vendor. So you get to uh, say, you know what, you know, I want to go with uh, my company, Mountain Health Co-op. Or no, I don't like Mountain Health Co-op. I don't like co-ops. You know, I want to go with another company. So you have choices to make. And every year the employee gets to make those choices. The employer just writes the check for the funding. Like at first, what had come to my mind was like an HSA or something. And it's not that, right? It's just its own. Right. Just, yeah. So HSA would be a health savings account. And there's similar types of accounts, like a cafeteria account where you you put some money in an account or the employer puts money and you get to go, uh, maybe go to the dentist with that money or what have you. This is more dedicated to buying health insurance as opposed to picking up your deductibles and co-insurances like a health savings account. By the way, I'm a big believer in health savings accounts. And you can buy a health savings account plan using your ICRA, using the employer money. So you get to pick and choose what kind of plan you want. It's, you know, right now we have a system that basically says, you know, everybody gets to gets a pair of shoes and they're all size nine. I hope you're happy. And some employees are like, oh my gosh, these things are falling off my foot. And if you have a size 12 foot like mine, you know, you can't fit it very well. So instead of everybody getting a size nine shoe, everybody gets to pick what works for them. Nice. And that's something that's offered there at Mountain Health, or is that just like a national thing? Health savings accounts or health savings accounts, uh, qualified plans, most every insurance company offers those. Uh, I'd like to say we're unique. We're not unique in that way. But the ICRA idea is one that is, uh, it's still dawning on employers. You know, some changes come like turning on a light switch and some are like turning on an iron. It takes a while. And this is like an iron. It's been out there a couple of years, but really most people are trying to figure out how to use it. And I I would argue that in five years, most employers, especially smaller employers, but even some large employers are simply going to be getting out of the health insurance business and just fund it through some sort of arrangement like this. Nice. I think, yeah, that is pretty revolutionary, I think. I had never even heard of it before. And so, you know, when I came across on these speaking points, I was like, wow, that's very interesting. Um, So thank you for elaborating on that. You will hear this a lot. I have no idea what any of this means, which again is why we have a specialty person on here to inform our listeners because they do not want to get healthcare advice from me. Mine is, you know, go put dirt on it. You'll be okay, which doesn't help when you have a broken bone or something. (laughs) Um, So the family glitch fix, it was recently finalized. What does that mean? So this is a big deal. It's like we were talking about with these uh, ICRAs a second ago. It's going to take time for people to realize what's happened. I won't go into all the history 
it's convoluted again like a lot of government programs it gets complicated with lots of acronyms let me just boil it down here's what's happened in the past if an employee is offered health insurance by their employer their family members are kept away from getting a subsidy on the what i'm going to say obamacare or the marketplace plans so so normally if you buy individual coverage you're able to get some federal funds as tax credits. These are our dollars, they're tax credits that help subsidize the purchase of the insurance. But you can't get those subsidies, those tax credits, if your spouse or mom and dad's plan is available to the employee. This fixing, which happened January 1st of this year, used to be called the family glitch, the whole family. So, you know, let's just use an example. Mom has offered health insurance. It's a great deal through the employer. Very inexpensive. Great. I get that. Now, guess what? That mom has to reach deep into the pocketbook every month that comes out of the payroll to pay for the child or husband's health insurance if they're going to be on her plan. That spouse or child may well get a really nice subsidy tax credit if they buy individual covers. But in the past, they were kept from doing this. And I, when I say nice, I mean, a, about a fourth of the people in Montana can get health insurance without any premium being paid. People don't realize how, what a big deal it is, but you can get a bronze plan. I'm not saying bronze is the answer. That's the low cost plan. Maybe you get a gold plan or a silver plan, but you can get this subsidy, but you can't historically get the subsidy if you have coverage available to you, no matter how expensive it is through an employer plan. And this glitch fix, if you will, has changed that. So if you're buying coverage now, here's the danger, is that payroll deduction tends to be invisible. You get used to your paycheck being what your paycheck is. You forget the money, the taxes, et cetera, insurance that come out of that paycheck. But take a look at the paycheck. See what you're paying for your health insurance through your spouse's plan for your kids. And it could be that come January 1st, the right thing for that individual may not be, but it might be the right thing for that individual to go and uh, buy individual coverage. It's not right for everybody. Let me explain. I've got a good friend, lady, whose husband works for the railroad. Guess what they pay for their health insurance? Zero. They pay nothing. It's really, it's incredibly good coverage. And it is, they don't pay any premium. The premium is paid for by the railroad. So for that individual, they're not going to, this is not going to do them any good. Yeah. But for most of us, a lot of money out of pocket for spousal coverage, et cetera. So that's where this is going to help a lot of Montanans. And, and again, we, I, I would estimate that probably two thirds or more of the people that are covered under a spouse's plan could have a better arrangement if they instead just went to the marketplace. So it's a little bit confusing. I apologize for that. Insurance is confusing. It's also a little boring sometimes, <laughs> but it's expensive. And if for those of us that are watching our pocketbooks, this is something that everybody ought to be aware of. You don't see headlines about this stuff. Wow. And, and yet it affects your pocketbook in a way that you can hardly. And as an employer, think about it from an employer perspective. That employer may be paying half the cost for the spouse. Guess what? Wouldn't it be nice to have Uncle Sam pay that? Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of opportunity, both for the employers. I know chamber members are typically employers, but some of them are also on spousal plans, that sort of thing. No, I think it's important what you said about it being invisible, because that's what it becomes, right? 
you are used to what your check is when you bring it home and then you forget it just had, you know, $600 pulled out or whatever it is for your premium, you know, each month. So you got to look at that sometimes. What is some of the things that you think or something that you think small businesses, like all of this information isn't available? Well, it's available, right? But it's not broadcasted. And right. so um, what is something else that you think would help, you know, small businesses or like these individuals? Because um, like you said, a lot of chamber members might not be running or owning the business. Um, a lot of them do, but some of them also work for these businesses. That's right. And so what's something for like these these small businesses that, you know, they kind of, they're not big enough to have or to be on these like giant plans, you know, and they're, yeah. you know, maybe they're growing. So they want to be able to provide some type of healthcare option to their employees. Here's some good advice for employers is talk to independent insurance agents. And some of them are chamber members and not every insurance agent will be uh, in the health insurance market. Some are still car insurance, homeowners, they don't want to get near. It's kind of like two different businesses, really. Talk to your insurance agent, find a health insurance agent. We, we have great ones here in Helena and have them walk you through it. You know, I represent my company. That's one company. There's actually several companies. A nice thing about having an independent insurance agent is they can kind of an, analyze for you what different companies offer. I would suggest that Beginning this year, you know, starting starting for 2024, employers start to look at the possibility of these alternative methods where they're helping fund the coverage, but they're not choosing the coverage for the employee and where they take advantage of these tax credits uh, because they're right now paying a lot for health insurance and, and it may be 100% the right thing to do. And it may be that for that employer, the right thing is really to encourage their employees to get coverage through the marketplace. In fact, you'll you'll notice in any organization, not every employee takes the health insurance. They because there's usually some cost share. I mentioned the railroads, they pay a hundred percent typically of the premium. Well, that's not true for most Montana businesses. And so, you know, the employees need to take a look at this and the employers need to take a look. They may think they're helping their employees by offering this coverage, and it may be that their employees can actually have a better deal through the marketplace. But the, the place to start for a business owner is with a local insurance agent. And we have a bunch of them you know, throughout Montana, but certainly here in Helena, who can help guide people through these choices. I will say they get really busy the next three months because this is the time of year. So call early and deal with your agent and, and try to dig around. Also, you know, you can get bad information on the internet, but you can also get good information if you're careful. You know, I, I would suggest people also do a little bit of research and find good articles on these new solutions for the family glitch and for the what we call Qseras and ICRAs, but these individual accounts that employers can fund through. It's, it's really not all that complicated, but reading a good article, I find is sometimes a good way to kind of step back and, and learn something. Yeah. And I know I've been to website and you'll also have done a podcast in the past. I don't yeah. know if it's local out of Helena or like yes. how it works. Yeah. Our, our, I forget our, yeah, our website. We actually have some pretty good stuff. Nice. Um, perfect. So y'all can go to that. It's mountain. We'll link to it because I'm going to say it wrong. So we'll just link to it in the show notes. Y'all can go to their website. And um, I was looking at some of their podcasts and the stuff was pretty informative. So thank you. This is also the time for open enrollment. I believe it's like, let's see, November 1st for Montana and Wyoming and then Idaho October 15th, which is like right, right around the corner. Yes. Is there um, anything people need to know? Like, can you go past open enrollment? 
it used to be that to buy individual health insurance, it was it was really a true catch-22. You had to be healthy and not need it to get it. You could be turned down for it. You could be rated up because you were sick. And we have a system now, and it's not perfect, but it basically makes the coverage more affordable through these tax credits. And it gives you an opportunity once a year in open enrollment every November, December, you can sit down, go online to healthcare.gov or Actually, Peerview Health Center has some people that do enrollment for the marketplace as well, but local insurance agents are a great resource. During this period of time is the time you sign up for coverage, and if you miss that opportunity, uh, you actually have a hard time buying individual coverage unless you have what's called a qualifying event. So maybe you um, have a baby or get married, and then that that opens up a, a period of time you can buy coverage during the year. Otherwise, you really just have these two months of the year, November, December, when you need to uh, get out and shop around and uh, make sure that your insurance is still the best that's out there. So be on it, people. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So what is kind of one um, like one point or one resource or just one thing you want to, and maybe it's not one thing, maybe it's like yeah. a, a type of thing, but one thing you would like to leave our listeners with, you know, regarding, um, you know, healthcare or something that you think is important. You know, uh, I would say this, that uh, you don't want to uh, you don't want to try to buy insurance on your house while the fire department's there and your house is burning down. You know, don't wait till you have a claim. Get covered for those parents who are listening to this uh, podcast. I'd say, uh, you know, be diligent. Adult children are not always if you haven't had to use the healthcare system, you don't know how expensive it is. And so you know, kind of hound hound your adult kids to make sure they get covered, make sure your own kids are covered. I'll give one uh, plug for a great organization. There's a nonprofit in the state called Cover Montana. You can Google it. Cover Montana is a great resource. They have a grant from the federal government where they have people online available to assist. Can uh, You can pick up the phone and call them, Cover Montana. And their, their website has a whole uh, bunch of good information, as does, by the way, the uh, Commissioner of Securities and Insurance website, CSI. Uh, so that's the insurance commissioner from Montana. Uh, Troy Downing has done a great job on building on uh, his predecessors, and they've, they've got a better and better website every year for resource. But Cover Montana is a great place to go for individual information about health insurance. Nice. Um, I didn't know that either. I think I've seen a billboard about it, I think, possibly. Yeah, they do a little bit of they do a little bit of publicity, but mainly they just have uh, great people on the phone that are very helpful. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice because um, I think that's what a lot of people when it comes to healthcare, I, there's a stigma, right? It's like, oh, you call this big company, then you get put through this call center or whatever. So it's nice to have um, actual customer service on the other end that helps you. Yes, especially with these difficult questions. Like I said, it's kind of like you said, you know, it can be kind of hard and to understand. So nice. Well, we appreciate having you on the show today, Richard. Amanda, it's been a great pleasure. Thanks for uh, having me. Absolutely. I think you you said a lot of information. Well, all the information I basically didn't know. So you informed me and enlightened me a lot. And I thought I had a kind of a good grasp on healthcare. So just because I have to use it a lot, I think my son's pretty prone to accidents. Um, <laughs> and then I wanted to reverse back real quick because this made me laugh. But you had said catch 22 in there. And for all of you that don't know what catch 22 means or references, um, I'll link to that as well, because I found out the other day when I used the term, my husband didn't know what it meant. And so I'm like, there must be other people out there that don't know what Catch-22 is, and their English teacher didn't make them read it in high school. So <laughs> I'll link to that as well. Perfect. Well, again, we'll link to all the resources mentioned, as well as a, a contact info or some type of info for Mountain um, Health Co-op that we can get hold of 
them or um, stop in there if you have any questions. Again, he said stop by to have coffee if you need some. So maybe he can answer some questions for you. And we also appreciate our listeners. Again, we want to give a big thanks to our sponsor, Ryan Stavnis from Exit Realty Helena. And then remember, mornings are a mindset. Thank you.